I have been singing light language songs. Honestly, I got activated for the first time when I was 17. Uh, at that time, I was in um, a Christian setting. So in that setting, it's considered, you know, speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. Like I had mentioned earlier, when I shut down to all spirituality for years and was going through a dark night of the soul, I shut the light language down too. But as I, you know, began to heal myself and came out uh, into the light, I started opening up again and letting it come through. really rewarding to have faced some of my you know deepest pain and fears and just got yeah got comfortable with the uncomfortable for a while so that um this could be more open to be here with my brother Caleb Armstrong, a soul brother of mine. We have shared so much in the short time that we've known each other. I've known you, I think, Caleb, for about three years. And Caleb is truly a new paradigm, starseed is the word that comes to mind kind of person. I see you, Caleb, as living on the very forefront of what is coming forward spiritually and on so many levels with our culture, with gender, with voice, with vibration, with so many things. Caleb is a gifted, deeply gifted shaman and uh, singer songwriter. Uh, He does spirit songs as well as healing work. He channels this amazing art. I have a couple of his t-shirts that I wear and get compliments on all the time, a sacred whale and wolf t-shirts that I love. And so everything that Caleb offers in his sphere is just vibrationally very attuned and very aligned. And what I think you'll see and feel and experience when through our conversation together today is that Caleb is all about love. That's the feeling, the frequency that you carry with you is very heart-centered. And there's something inherent in that frequency of love that you are, Caleb, that helps me drop into my own heart. And is there's a purity there that I have seen in very few people that I've interacted with. And you create a resonant field around you. And so my hope is that this will be a gift to our listeners as well to really drop in to this conversation with us and feel the the opening of their hearts as we create co-create together and create resonance and resonant field and frequency in our conversation so there's my little intro Caleb thank you so much for getting on this call with me thank you um wow I'm truly honored 
And that was a great intro. And I feel just so blessed to be here with you and to have an opportunity to share a little bit about my story. And uh, I just want to reflect back to you that you also are a remarkable human. And I'm so grateful for our friendship and just the support that you've shown me over the years. So, um, yeah, thank you for seeing me. That means a lot. Isn't it feel so good to be seen in this world? Yeah. It's necessary. It is necessary. And that's why we have these kind of vulnerable conversations in the world is because we get to see each other. And by seeing each other, we know each other. And when we know each other, we know ourselves and we get to build this coherent field together of co-creation. So you are definitely one of the voices that I wanted to premiere and the new version of my podcast because the, uh, I see our energy together. So co-creative. So let's dive in. You have had quite a journey. Both of us started in the Christian uh, world and high school, which I think is very funny because I haven't met many Californians who started in that world. Caleb and I lived in Ojai together when the Thomas fire hit us and we evacuated for a week up to Carmel, his hometown. And we stayed in this little cottage together in Carmel and got to know each other so deeply. It was such a gift to spend that time with you. But we uncovered our shared uh, love of Christian music um, (laughs) in the car one day and it brought us back. So maybe that's a good place to start with your spiritual journey there and then how it brought it brought you into shamanism and into your journey in um, as a transgender person. I would love to, to start with the pieces of that story that you'd like to share. Okay. Um, well, as far as my spiritual journey, I guess, ever since I was young, I have felt a connection to spirit, source, creator. And um, I did, you know, originally start in a Christian environment and and I really loved it. I felt at home there. You know, I loved the worship songs. That was my favorite part. But just having a community and feeling welcomed um, was huge for me. And I did feel a connection to the energy there. Uh, but as I got older, I just started to see some things that didn't line up with my soul's truth as far as the the way I wanted to express my spirituality. And I also went through some really dark times, challenging seasons where I kind of shut off completely to anything spiritual and uh, wasn't really interested for several years. So uh, coming out of that was really kind of hand in hand with my realization and Uh, self-awareness that I am a transgender person and so I was you know basically in a space where I was just hanging on by a thread and was not happy at all Um, really in a deep suffering and uh, tried to you know push away my truth and stay in denial and just kept coming back and then eventually I kind of reached this breaking point where it got pretty grim for me but I felt that I either needed to um, end my life because the pain was becoming unbearable or I needed to take this leap of faith into the unknown and, um, and 
speak my truth that I feel I am male, not female, and that I want to take the steps so that I can externally shift my form to feel more at home in this body. And as I began to reveal my truth, that's when, you know, I kind of went into a deeper soul searching of what really is the meaning of life and what is spirituality to me. And I found it mostly in nature is where I felt the most peace and the most, uh, yeah, just pure energy from the heavens. And so that was such a gift to be able to have the time and the opportunity to explore, you know, the spirit realm and coming out of that, seeing that it all made sense because as I learned about shamanism, started studying it, I could see why my life had been so challenging and that it was all training essentially for the path that I was stepping onto. And to be a two-spirit is also something historically that has oftentimes been seen in indigenous cultures as, you know, the healers were androgynous and they had, you know, both male and female characteristics. And that was seen as a gift and a trademark of a healer um, versus a lot of, you know, uh, modern society has some negative stigma and judgments and just misunderstandings. That's really, truly what it comes down to is there's outdated myths that cause people to be, you know, judgmental because they just don't understand. So uh, it's been profound for me to get to a place where I could accept myself and uh, then, you know, move into a place of life where I want to pay that forward and help other people who are struggling with their own identities and also to raise awareness so that uh, we can just be seen as people, humans, just like everyone else, and that there can be a place on this planet for us too. Absolutely. And I know when we first met, I had so many questions about what it meant to be a transgender person. And you were like, I can't believe I have to explain all this to you. Do you know nothing about this? And I remember being so naive, having not spent intense time with with a, a transgender person, I just want to honor you and thank you for uh, bringing me up to speed on that journey and what it means to hold both spirits. And you holding that light for me of being able to see all of ourselves as a gift has allowed my own breakthroughs. I recently had a huge breakthrough where I welcomed my masculine in to come and be on the throne with my feminine in my heart. And as soon as I welcomed both my masculine and my feminine to come forward, I felt this huge charge of power just come through my body. It was like I took, I like whipped off a cloak that I had been wearing to hide underneath for our culture because as a woman presenting feminine is much more well-received than being ambiguous gender-wise. And I'm just starting on my path to see like, wow, there is so much power in claiming both and in balancing both. And I'm sure that you will let me know if I'm using any language that's uh, that's not congruent here. But I see this idea that in the other cultures that in indigenous cultures that 
two-spirited shamans or two-spirited people were the gifted, were, were the healers. And I'm starting to see how important it is to recognize those gifts and, and the gifts of sensitivity. So I just wanted to add my piece because it feels important for all of us to share, um, to share our stories around gender right now, especially. Definitely. And that's beautiful. And I'm, you know, pleased for you that you're stepping into a place of yourself, just expanding and welcoming different aspects that, that you maybe weren't open to before. And yeah. I mean, that is the evolution. We're all moving in this direction. Of, we all have both, you know, feminine and masculine energies. I think some humans are just on a specific path that is more magnified um, on a gender journey. Mm-hmm. How did you start to know that you were a man? You felt like you were a man in a woman's body. What were those initial feelings that that led you to that understanding of yourself? Well, I, you know, the similar to what you were just saying, the more I started to express my masculine externally, like um, wearing stereotypically what would be perceived as male clothing and cut my hair short and, you know, was still identifying as a lesbian at the time and seen as a female in society. But I felt more at home about in that expression and, and embodying that energy than I did in a feminine form. Um, so I just, you know, kept checking in with myself about that. And, and then uh, I still didn't feel fully at peace though. And when I met, the first time I met a trans person and I just, there was a recognition and kind Mm -hmm. of an activation in myself that it seemed familiar and relatable, but it also terrified me because I didn't want that to be my truth because I could see how other people in society, you know, like that's how they see people um, who identify that way. It's not always socially acceptable and, Um, so I had a lot of fears about being open with it and just so much unknown territory that I have never stepped into before. So I didn't know how it would be received by my friends and family. Um, and yeah, a lot of fear that held me back from speaking my truth for many years. And you suffered for that. I know. I did suffer, but I mean, honestly, looking back, Anybody who's known me since I was a young child will tell you that I was, you know, what they would call a tomboy. I was wearing boys clothing then, and I used to dress up when we play house. I was always the boy, and it felt felt right to me. I loved it, and so I could just I could just see that that was always my most natural expression. Hmm. Hmm. Well, what, um, what do you think you would offer people to explore their own gender identity? To offer them? Yeah. Like how, how can, I really believe that we all get to explore these dynamics in ourselves and, and, you know, what was the, what was the piece of your journey that, 
felt feels like the most relevant to share with people as they're reflecting on their own gender? Um, that being true to yourself is the most important thing. And if you're not living in your truth, then eventually you will suffer because if you're out of alignment with your soul's essence, then it's hard to walk through this world fully, you know, content. And so to give permission to explore gender and to, to do research, to have conversations about it, ask questions. I went to support groups. I watched documentaries. I started talking to other people who were on this journey to just hear feedback and get advice. And I talked to professionals and yeah, I kind of, I really took the time to do the research because it was such a big decision to make. And, um, and it wasn't easy and there were, you know, challenging things that happened after I came out um, and painful things were said. And yeah, I had to fight for my truth for a while, but you know, it has made me so much stronger and, I don't regret it. And it was totally worth it to be who I am today, to feel more confident than I've ever felt, more free than I've ever felt. And just very clear about who I am and why I'm on this planet and what I want to do with my life. And that's amazing. Caleb has offered himself uh, to all of our listeners for any kind of support that you may want. If you're going through a trend, gender transition or you know someone who is, I know there are very few touch points and some of parts of that journey. So he's made himself available. You can find him at Caleb F, Caleb X Armstrong at gmail.com to email him or on Instagram at shaman.k.love. Those are some places you can connect with him. We are also including some resources in the show notes for immediate support. These are helplines for any person who is transgender, queer, uh, or struggling with any kind of identity. Please reach out for help and know that you aren't alone. We are here for you. Others are here for you. And you are loved. Yeah. So how do you feel like you're coming out as transgender open your path to as a shaman because I know those must be related because you come into your power and your truth and all of a sudden your spiritual gifts start coming online like never before yeah it was really fascinating the timing it truly was simultaneous you know uh, within a few months of uh, deciding to go through the the physical gender transition as far as hormone replacement therapy so I started taking testosterone and uh, a few months after that, I went to my first shamanic workshop and I didn't know anything about it, but I just saw something posted on a meetup group and sounded interesting and I checked it out. And when I was there, the, the shaman running the group basically saw my gift in, the, in it too. And he was encouraging me, you know, to spend more time, um, studying and just dropping into that realm. Um, so I, I did, and I worked with another shaman just to kind of have a second opinion. And he said the same thing. And then soon after that, I, um, I started taking classes at the Four Winds Society. And I was, um, after I had had my chest reconstruction surgery and I was still, 
uh, I was still recovering and it was a major surgery, but I was so gung ho about starting shaman school that I went and I started my class, you know, right after and I traveled and I got there and I was healing from my surgery, which felt very symbolic as I'm shifting my form and I'm stepping in to a new path. Um, and so it was really powerful. Yes, that's very powerful. And what is that? Tr- what does shaman training entail? Kind of some more traditional uh, shamanic methods for, yeah, for healing of the soul. And so we had, you know, four core classes that take you through the medicine wheel. So there's different archetypes for the different directions on the medicine wheel and they each offer their own um, teachings and then you know healing modality and so yeah a lot of working with the energies of the earth and with stones medicine stones and crystals and fire ceremonies uh, to clear energy and alchemy wow so when I when I think of a shaman, and especially with you, because I know your work pretty intimately now, having been friends for a while, I see you as someone who is able to tap into multiple layers um, of existence. So beyond what we see here, but going into other realms and helping reclaim parts of the soul and spirit that people may have fragmented or lost track of over time. And you kind of traverse these other realms with these tools, with these energetic and healing vibrational tools and call the soul and spirit back. Is that what you would say? I mean, am I defining that well? Yeah, I would say that's, that's how it works. And, you know, I, I resonate with the term galactic shaman because even though I work a lot with the earth energies and just I love this planet so much and honor her, love doing ceremonies. I also feel very connected to the upper realms, to the stars. And I feel a lot of the energy that I channel is actually coming from the stars. Um, and a lot of the healing work that I do is sound healing and specifically through channeling uh, light language or star language, which comes through in songs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's how, uh, that's one way that I'm connecting with the, you know, the other dimensions to bring in healing energy. And this work is no joke. I know from Caleb that he had to work through many, many years of, of, of physical, up, physically upgrading his body and his vibration and calibrating his sensitivities in a way that I have never seen anyone do to be able to channel this level of frequency from these other realms and galactic places. Like for instance, Caleb, do you want to take us a little bit through your journey of overcoming and working with your sensitivities? Cause that's been an amazing journey as well. It, you know, yeah, I've been multitasking because yeah, that's, that's, a whole a great way of saying that's like a whole nother uh, area that I've had to learn how to navigate and I'm still learning to be honest and uh, before I share I want to just say to you how genuinely grateful I am for you to acknowledge um, the challenge because I feel still today like a lot of people don't 
see or understand um, how extreme the sensitivities are. And that's not coming from a victim consciousness, but it is um, my reality is that I have, I have some things that have changed and I've had to make sacrifices uh, on this path and I don't regret that. But yeah, learning how to adjust into this modern civilization with having several environmental sensitivities is not, um, hasn't been easy. And I, yeah, I just, you know, gradually started noticing my abilities are mostly clairsentient. So I, I physically feel energy. That's how I can track it and sense where there's blockages or things that need to be shifted. I feel it in my own body. And so as time has gone by, I just, I feel more and more and more. And sometimes it's, it's really physically painful and can actually make me sick if I stay in certain environments where there's too much toxic energy. And, and that, go ahead. And to be clear, this, that's things like fluorescent lighting. There's, there's just a lot of light, like you can feel the frequency of, uh, so keenly that there's so many spaces and places in our world that are, are really difficult for you to be. Yes. Yeah. I can't stay in, you know, stores that have a lot of fluorescent lights for too long because uh, my body just absorbs it, absorbs the toxicity and then has to, you know, get rid of it. So uh, I do a lot of things to shield myself. I've learned several tools. I work, you know, with crystals. I carry crystals on me. I use Palo Santo and Sage and Florida water to, you know, try to protect myself before I go into spaces. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm usually going to feel something at some point. And I just know that by how often it's happened over the years. Absolutely. And I do honor how different your path is than most people and how so many people don't understand these sensitivities. I have some sensitivity level, but it's nothing compared to you. Like, do you mind me sharing a little bit about our stay at the cottage and, and, and what that process was like? Well, sure. I don't know what you're going to share, but I trust <laughs> it'll be good. <laughs> well, just that we cut, we covered up the TVs. We went and bought new light bulbs that were lower wattage so that it would be less on you. We disconnected the internet. We, um, you know, we just were very conscious of all of the EMFs around us in a way that I'm not usually conscious of. And to be quite honest, it was so healthy and healing for me to be in a space that was so low EMF. Um, but your sensors and your sensory receptors are so in tune um it's just it's it's a, i can understand how it's been this learning curve to incorporate both your gender transition your heightened sensitivity and like just trying to be a be a person on the earth and so i honor this these extreme challenges i, I mean when i think of a person you on this earth who is who has undergone so much suffering for your path. You are one of the, the people that I think of. And, um, and to see your gifts coming forward in the way they are right now is just so sweet to see how pure and open you're becoming as you're moving into a new chapter of sharing your voice and your gifts more widely. So it's just Thank a you. beautiful, yeah, you're welcome. It's a beautiful journey to witness. 
I appreciate that. And um, yeah, there's been quite a bit of challenge, but uh, like you just said, I'm in a new place of uh, opening up and being more visible. And I found my voice and I worked through some major blocks that were, you know, preventing me from showing up a hundred percent. And, um, it's just so satisfying to be on the other side of that and to feel the liberation to share my voice and my gifts and to know that my intention is to be a conduit of love. And, uh, so that's how I want to make my mark on this planet. And one of those ways is through your spirit songs. Yes, I have been singing light language songs. Honestly, I got activated for the first time when I was 17, but I didn't realize what was happening. And, you know, I was, uh, at that time I was in um, a Christian setting. So in that setting, it's considered, you know, speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. And um, so I, like I had mentioned earlier, when I shut down to all spirituality for years and was going through a dark night of the soul, I shut the light language down too. But as I, you know, began to heal myself and um, came out uh, into the light, I started opening up again and letting it come through. And it's just really interesting because it feels like as I have been healing myself and kind of learning how to work with energies and, and my gifts are evolving as I move forward on my path. So they have become more developed over time and they just come out in different tones or dialects. And I love it. It feels really great to share. Um, I love singing. And so to give myself permission to let the songs come through, not just for myself, but knowing that they are medicine for, for the earth and for others to receive, like that is so incredible. It's a win-win and I love that this is my life. This is a dream come true. Yes, I love it. Would you be open to sharing a spirit song now or maybe a recording of one with us? Sure. Awesome. Yeah, I can sing one now. That would be um, amazing. Let's see. I just want to set an intention that this is uh, this whatever comes through uh, with my channel will lift the spirits of those who are in a, a state of despair and and really truly need love and a boost right now. That's who I want to send this out to those who truly need it the most to give them a shift of light. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Young yellow non on nay. Soon dalun dale lune gunga hale. Yana hala hala ee. 
Shundare Luna Shundare Lune, Sungale Lune, Hale, Yang Yale, Lunga Sundare Day, Sundare Nala Sundare All right, thank you so much. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel the power of your voice as an instrument has really rested a deep resonance of comfort is what I felt come through. Thank you for sharing that with all of us. Yeah, my pleasure. And I think it's important to highlight that these songs are like come through on the spot, right? Yeah, it's basically light language on tap. So anytime I think about it, I can just activate that and it'll start flowing through or sometimes I'm not thinking about it and the songs just start coming through and most of the time when I'm driving I'm singing so I sing a lot and I love it and um, just set intentions that it's bringing the light and the healing energy wherever you know it needs to go and I just trust that I don't need to be in my head about it I trust the flow of spirit and that there's an intelligence beyond me that will carry it where it's meant to be. Yes. Oh, I feel just so dropped into my body after that song. And what an amazing gift you have, truly. And your voice as the instrument that's bringing it through is so attuned. And the subtleties of the notes that you're bringing through now are uh, incredible. Thank you. I've definitely been doing some throat chakra healing this last year. So it's, yeah, it's really rewarding to have faced some of my, you know, deepest pain and fears and just got, yeah, got comfortable with the uncomfortable for a while so that um, this could be more open. And another beautiful thing that's been happening is I'm meeting more and more people who are speaking and singing light language. And that's really exciting because one of the things that held me back from sharing it was I felt like I already have enough going on that makes me kind of stand out. And so this seemed a little bit eccentric and uh, I wasn't sure how it would be received by others who, you know, aren't really open to it um, or interested in metaphysical things or spiritual things and so I yeah I had fear and but the more I open up the more the fear has released and transmuted and now the love can flow through and it, it is getting stronger and collaborating with other healers <clears throat> who are channeling light language is just it just amplifies the power of the energy and these uh, high frequencies that are coming in to help activate you know DNA and just release or clear out all you know energies that aren't serving us any longer so 
yeah, it's incredible. And I just feel honored to be a conduit for it. And what is your sense of this light language that comes through you? And I, I know a lot of people are, are channeling light language and a lot of it, it, it sounds different. Some of it sounds similar to some of it sounds different. What is your sense of where this is all coming from? Well, I think it's the language of the soul. I think there's many different dialects and maybe it comes from different star systems. I don't claim to be an expert about all of that, but I just know what I feel in my heart and it feels familiar and it feels ancient, but it also feels like it's from the future. So there's this timelessness energy to it. And um, I truly feel like all humans have the ability to let this come through them uh, and to wake it up. So it's not just me, but it's just happening for me right now. And uh, I'm having fun sharing it. Yeah, absolutely. You have a couple songs coming out here where by the time this airs, it'll have, they will be out, right? Yes, I actually have a song called Timelessness that's coming out on June 17th. And I'm really excited to share this with the world because uh, it's a different style than I've shared before. And it's something that I personally, you know, more of a genre that I listen to in my daily life. And I just feel like, um, yeah, it brings out a different aspect of my soul and you know we're multifaceted multi-dimensional beings and so i i want to expand and be more liberated in what i'm creating and i want to share music that's bringing uplifting energy that's getting people to dance that's getting people to feel joy and to celebrate life so that's my focus and the energy that i'll be sharing that's amazing. I'm looking forward to hearing your music and we'll certainly share that in multiple levels with uh, everyone who's listening in the show notes. So go check that out and it will be released by the time you're hearing this in your ears. And um, I love that you're doing sort of produced music as well, because this talent, you, just, you have such incredible talent and it can be used in that, like you said, it can be used as healing medicine or as as self-expression and there's something so beautiful about our ability to create and express simply who we are in the world and um so i'm glad you're highlighting that both are important because they're not just important for you but they're important for all of us right and that's the balance of you know this is this is my life path of joy i'm following my bliss and it's to sing and to make music and I've never felt more content about what I'm focusing on and passionate about. And knowing that it's medicine and healing energy that can benefit others, that is ideal. And that's always what I want to be offering no matter what, you know, setting I'm in or what the dynamic is. I'm uh, a healer at heart. So that's always going to be part of my priority. I feel like this is a really important discourse we're having as I've had a very similar journey where I was using my healing gifts primarily and found that I had really overtapped my well so to speak and I needed to input some to really get into my creativity and my this podcast is has been my expression and I feel the same way like pure passion pure love pure soul like so um, unattached to what happens with it, it just feels like the calling of my soul to co-create with people, to listen, to have conversations, to highlight 
important uh, frequencies and, and lift them up and give platforms to voices that aren't being heard. And so it it's my joy. And then I'm seeing, oh my God, how much it's infusing all my other work with joy and with bliss. And um, so I'm just mentioning that for anyone else who's in the healing arts or in any kind of service work, like you get to find yourself expression and see yourself as a creative being too. I feel like there's a beautiful balance in coming into that. Absolutely. And I am so grateful to you that you have been honoring, you know, your heart and following what feels right because you've created a platform um, that is going to be bridging so many souls together who, you know, need to hear each other's messages and receive each other's medicine. And um, yeah. And I just, yeah, I love that you chose to work with me in this way. And um, I hope that whatever I've been sharing will resonate with others and um, that this message will, you know, help somebody else feel the courage to follow their truth or to, you know, just want to enjoy life more because it's short. And so it can be challenging and there's a place for the pain and the grief. And those are all, you know, necessary teachers in earth school, but there's also a place to celebrate and to really make the most and to live our best life. So that's what I want to do now. And I want others to do that too. And then new paradigm. Oh my gosh. I love what you just said. That is so beautiful. And yes, that is the purpose. That is the mission here. We're, we're working things out and we get to enjoy it and build the new paradigm together, connect our souls with others who are, have these beautiful visions of the positive future for planet earth. And uh, we get to co-create together. So much exactly. more, so much more powerful when we do it together. Right. It is unity consciousness because you know, the old paradigm is do it alone. And there's, uh, that's the separation. So bring our hearts together. It's, what life is all about like to do this together is so important and having the contrast of being a lone wolf for a lot of my life I'm I have learned just how crucial community is and to have connection and so yeah I don't want to take that for granted and I want to continue to collaborate with other healers and um, sound healers and I'm really excited about future projects of working with others who are like-minded and who are on a similar mission. That is so much more exciting to me than doing this by myself. I agree, brother. I agree. And for those of you who may be in the middle of a deep healing space in your life, because certainly both of us have been there, Caleb, your journey, as I said, has been one of the deepest, most intense journeys I've ever heard about. So if if there's anyone listening who's in that part of the journey where you're going through uh, upgrades to your consciousness, finding your truth, going through physical changes, we honor that part of the process as well and hopefully can hold the light for you as a beacon to uh, keep, keep looking up and keep, uh, keep holding the light uh, for yourself because it is worth it. Absolutely. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing your voice and your story. It was an honor. Thank you. Likewise.